When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. You can find us just about everywhere that you get your podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, also on Dash Radio, on their Nothing But Net channel, where they're every single weeknight at 7 p.m., even during the offseason. Check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel, kind of diversity we have on the channel in terms of content. We've got a wrestling show tonight. We had a UFC show tonight. We always have the prize pick show. We've got the betting shows. And of course, we've got a lot of dolphins and heat content. The extra yard is now going twice a week on our YouTube channel. That's five reasons. YouTube, nearly 13,000 subscribers. Also five reasons, Make sure that you spell that thing out. Five reasons, for the latest from Brady, Alex Baumgartner and others. And also the great sponsors of the five Reason Sports Network. I mentioned prize picks. Got to go to prizepicks.com. Use that code five, F I V E. Do not forget to use the code because then you forget to get the bonus. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five here as we come up on the NBA Finals. As now 2 2 at this point. I said to go over on Chris Middleton yesterday. That worked out pretty well. I said to go over on Devin Booker yesterday. That worked out pretty well. Would have been nice if I actually got around to playing them. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code five F I V E. Make sure you get your bonus. That's the best way to play daily fantasy. And now tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's the floor plan. I got Alex Toledo. Follow me at Tropical Blanket. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and Five Reasons Sports. You can follow Greg Sylvander conveniently at Greg Sylvander. Um, before we go further, we want to acknowledge uh, we have a new intro. Yes. Um, Shout out to Music by Mercy, who mm-hmm. came through for us with a new intro that has some of your favorite, uh, your favorite, you know, phrases and things like that, just to get you hyped up for uh, for the for the shows. Uh, now, I want also to our friend Alana, um, who is now the voice there. Nothing against the previous voice. We love him to death. Uh, we just wanted to freshen things up here a little bit. And my daughter still is the voice at the end of the show. That was when she forever, all, oh, forever. Well, that's when she had all her baby teeth. 
Uh, now she's now she's lost a few. She sounds a little bit different. Um, but thanks again for the intro. We appreciate that. I will say that was done on a day where I was too busy to either approve or reject it. Uh, Greg was very smart about that, but I think it came out very well. All right, let's uh, let's get to tonight's episode. There's a couple of things going on sort of low key on the timeline today. We're looking for topics and there's a lot of talk about two guards. And I feel like, the, well, three, because but we've we've talked Colin Sexton to death and now others, including a Cleveland Cavaliers Bleacher Report writer, uh, are now saying what we said here like four or five days ago that that Sexton and the Heat is a serious possibility and that he has interest in coming to Miami. So if you've been following us, it's old news, but we can confirm what was out there today. But the two guards we're going to talk about today are Kyle Lowry and Victor Oladipo. I think we've sort of forgotten that Victor Oladipo exists until we saw him at a Heat camp today. And look, players do need to make a certain number of scheduled appearances. But the fact that Vic was out there with the kids, with Coach Tony, um, out of bio was out there. I was out there uh, about a week and a half ago. And now today, Vic puts him back in the forefront a little bit. And then Kyle Lowry, John Hollinger, who you may know, worked for ESPN for a while, was their stat guy, then went to work in the Memphis front office. Uh, still has a lot of sources around the league, although this was speculative that he said that he would anticipate that Kyle Lowry ends up in Miami, perhaps for a package of three guys, I guess, with Nigerian roots, uh, Precious, KZ, and the contract, basically, of Andre Iguodala. And, of course, we know that Masai Ujiri is very big on basketball in Africa uh, and has had a lot of success, whether it's with OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and others. So, again, we've told you that Toronto likes uh, Precious. So it's not a completely outrageous uh, assertion. But let, let's get to this. Um, what would you say the likelihood was, Greg, of being able to put together a Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo backcourt out of this offseason? Wow, that's like the one, the one combination we've probably not spoken about once this entire time leading up to, to free agency. And that's kind of funny because um, I think – in a lot of ways, like from an upside perspective, it probably has the highest upside of any of the of the combinations. There may be a couple exceptions, but uh, just with the few games we saw out of Oladipo, if you picture that next to Lowry, wow. Uh, the market for Oladipo is escaping me right now. I just don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know if teams are going to commit to him, overspend, because there's going to be some gun-shy teams waiting for 2022. So maybe there'll be some more aggressive teams that – you know, take a chance, but um, I don't think it's likely. I feel like it's an either or, or likely Oladipo will help facilitate other moves and we'll get, you know, we'll talk about that later. So I, I don't necessarily think that it is likely, but I totally think it would work. Alex, I want you to get into whether or not it will work. But one thing I just want to follow here that Greg talked about is that we don't know what the market is for Oladipo in part because we don't know when he's returning. Um, and there seems to be this, disconnect between what the reality is, which is consistent with, with what, in my view, what Barry Jackson has reported consistently that you're looking more like December, January and what Oladipo's camp has put out. Um, th does that make, does that make sense? I, I, I it's, it, it, it seems like that's why we don't really know what his market is. Yeah. yeah it's, tough. it's tough to determine right now also, because I feel like some of the teams that were spoken about for Vic, uh, like the Knicks, it seems like they also have their eyes on other guys. They've been rumored with Lonzo. They've been rumored with, with uh, Colin Sexton. And I know that, like, for example, that, you know, the Knicks have a lot of stuff they can do. They have a lot of cap space. But it doesn't seem like there is 
uh, this market where you know for sure what type of deals Vic is going to get. Like, I have no clue what teams would offer him, what teams are going to be interested in him. It feels like it could go anywhere. Well, the other thing about it is that there are certain teams that we always thought would make this what not that signing Victor Oladipo is a stupid move, but it's a risky move. I mean, after what's happened with him in a couple of spots and, and, you know, particularly, um, you know, some of the questions too, about all the folks around him and stuff we talked about when he came in, but it always would be uh, like a Knicks, right. Or a Sacramento um, or a Phoenix, like, or in Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, that would overpay. It doesn't seem like there are as many bad organizations out there that will overpay for a guy just because they can't get anybody else. Like Sacramento still comes to mind always. Um, but the Knicks don't like, I don't feel like their management is going to overpay Greg. Do you think no, they, they, they don't have a need to. And also I just feel like they've got other priorities and, um, I think Oladipo will likely get humbled by the, by the market this off season. Uh, I, and that's why like initially as much as we have not really discussed it and almost dismissed it as an option, because I just feel like Miami has other priorities. You have to kind of wonder if the market is really quiet and he doesn't have any suitors early. Like, is he worth the mid-level exception on a one-year prove-it deal? Like, is that something to explore? Or if he could get the security of a two-year deal that's an even smaller number, remember, they have his bird rights. He has a $31.5 million cap hold, which obviously that handicaps anything you're going to do. So maybe you get a deal done early and you reduce him to whatever his new salary would be. And it's a, you know, a more attractive number that you can work with and it's a two year deal. So he has a little security locked in, but I just don't think that they're going to commit to him long-term. And I think the market's going to dry up for him. I, I just don't see, like you said, like teams are going to be worried and leery of giving out multiple years, especially. Alex, um, we talked about all those sort of plug and play bigs, a lot, a lot of veteran guys. We got, we went through 10 guys. We ended up all choosing one of the younger guys, which was Jamichael Green as our number one option. But let me throw this at you. Let me say again, because Oladipo prices down, you go get Lowry, maybe in a sign and trade situation. Uh, you still have money left over to get one of those bigs we talked about, not a John Collins big, but one of those bigs, uh, Maybe on the low end, maybe a Markeith Morris or a Rudy Gay or a Nick Batum or maybe maybe a Jeff Green, Michael, uh, Trevor Ariza. Tre- well, or Trevor Ariza, right? Or he, or Trevor could come back with with another of those guys too. Um, is that enough in your view? Because I, because you're an Oladipo guy, generally. If we're gonna see the real Vic, I, I, I mean, I again, a Larry Oladipo backcourt is a star power backcourt. Um, the Duncan Robinson thing, which we're going to talk about after the break, plays into it because I don't know how you start Duncan and Jimmy with the two of them. You're very small. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, th- would that work, Alex? Like, in other words, I mean, would that be enough for you? They, they go get, you know, a plug-and-play four, uh, and, and they, get Lowry, they, they get Lowry and they keep Oladipo. So you're saying that they get the plug-and-play four, like they're, they're spending less on that, and they, get, they retain Oladipo with a one-year MLE? Yes, something where they. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uses bird rights. Right. Stay above the cap the whole time. Do that sign and trade and give their mid-level exception to um, the big man that we're talking about. I love all this creative stuff, man. And like you said, I, I was all about bringing a little deeper to Miami and I'm still not against uh, bringing him back. It just sucks that the way everything went down, we were already worried about the, uh, you know, the health concerns prior to bringing him in. And then you have the setback after only four games of playing in a heat uniform where, you know, the, the latter two, he looked like he was really starting to come around. So I'm definitely not opposed at all to bringing that backcourt into reality. I think that was kind of like the pipe dream of heat fans before, the trade deadline, kind of like the, okay, could we get Lowry and Oladipo? And I think that would have been awesome at the time, obviously. But now it's just a lot more complicated because of the health stuff and because of the the context when it comes to how they allocate their resources this summer. So it like Leif pointed out, they can get creative and do it. And I think it's something that's a that, that's worth looking into just because like the guy is still talented, right? And if you're just bringing him here to uh, like, you've got Lowry as your third guy and Depot is just kind of like this, high-level role player who you're seeing what happens if you have them on the uh, like a buy low option there i'm definitely wild card yeah yeah i I mean it feels like a heat move i mean the heat like these reclamation i mean victor oladipo at this stage is a full-fledged reclamation project like that that is i mean it's not at the level of greg odin or eddie curry or something like that but but he is a reclamation project like he is not a proven commodity and and, and it's funny you say that because it follows that line that theme and it's also like it's pretty likely that you're going to get some decent production from him at some point. Right. Maybe not, obviously not right away, but like it's more realistic than some of these other guys who they've gone through in the past. It's like, ah, maybe they'll get something if they put it all together. No, I feel like Depot being a productive, like rotation player uh, coming off the bench by the second half of next season. It's something that's definitely like something you could imagine. It's realistic. And, and, and again, that it's likely means Kendrick Nunn's not here. Um, yeah. You know, again, there's just not enough minutes for everybody. And then there's the Tyler Hero situation. All right. When we come back, we're going to get into Duncan Robinson, uh, this possibility, which we had told you about before, but we thought was kind of out the window. And now it's back. 
and what it may mean. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You need IT. You got to reach out to CPT of South Florida. They've been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud hosts and phone systems and managed IT. If you own a small or medium business and you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, you got to give TJ a call right now. He's been helping, like I said, South Florida businesses save thousands per month and he could do the same for you with a cloud phone system you can work from anywhere on any device for a free in-person consultation call tj at 954-966-2766 that's 954-966-2766 if you call now there's a promotion that includes 25 percent off cloud phone service including free phones and the first two months of service free so deal with an owner not a sales rep Give TJ at CPT a call at 954-966-2766, 954-966-2766, or visit the website at cpt-florida.com. All right, we talked before about Duncan Robinson, and you know, Greg, you had some reporting that Duncan was seriously considered for an Olympic spot that ended up going to Kevin Love, uh, we believe. Um, and that uh, essentially was more his decision uh, not to go. That was our understanding because of pending free agency, et cetera. Uh, but now Bradley Beal, and I feel bad for him because Bradley Beal was finally going to play for a team that had a chance to do something. Uh, Bradley Beal is not going to the Olympics uh, because of COVID issues. Jeremy Grant is not with the team right now either, so we don't know what's going to happen with that one. They are supposed to get Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and, and, and Middleton back, but after what maybe a seven-game series, I don't know how productive those threes are, three guys are going to be. Um, it seems in some ways they were a little – Jerry Clansville gets all this credit for piecing together an Olympic team, when to me it's just picking guys out of a hat. But it seems to me like they were a little unprepared for, for some of this stuff. Um I saw Trey Young posted the Isaiah Thomas clip from Michael yeah. Jordan's last dance he saying, belonged. I, I met the criteria, I, uh, which means Trey Young knows it's not him. And you can make a case for Trey Young in this kind yeah, of absolutely. scenario. He right? should, he should he, probably be there. <laughs> right. I mean, he's, sure. he's kind of, I mean, he's kind of the closest facsimile to Curry for this type of thing. And, and they need a ball handler playmaker. Um, but they also probably need a knockdown shooter and Duncan Robin who knows his role. And Duncan Robinson is that um, what is the latest we're hearing? And, and do, is this smart for him before free agency to, I mean, he could have not just going to get hurt. He could have a terrible tournament. I, you know, right. I mean, yeah, I no, there's, there's a lot of stuff at play. There's layers to it. And um, I, I want to credit the right person, but his name is escaping me. I, I think it could be Jake Fisher. I hope that I'm not wrong in that that said that um, they're seriously considering Duncan Robinson as a replacement option. Um, and so that just was in line with what we had heard about him being a, you know, a potential option when they were closing up the roster. And when I checked in on it immediately upon kind of hearing that, that news today, what I was told was if, if we see Duncan Robinson commit to the, the, to go and play, that, that there's a high likelihood that he has a good idea of where he's going to be and he, and at what number they're going to negotiate. And so there, there, there'll be a tell there at least a little bit um, because if that stuff is not buttoned up, I, I don't expect him to, to accept an invite and go. Yeah. And, and I mean, does, does it make sense? Should, should he go Alex? Yeah. Why not? You know, uh, I think he would be he would fit a role there. Obviously he's the one kind of like knockdown shooter that they would have. 
And I think, you know, seeing the, the, the Bam and Duncan dribble handoff on an international level would be awesome. <laughs> I, that wasn't something yeah. I was expecting to see watching the Olympics. So that would be pretty funny. I know Spo would be like, you know, my masterpiece is over here for the world to watch, you know, but uh, I think Duncan is a perfect fit for what they're doing there. Like they have just a whole lot of on ball creators. And although they've had some weird chemistry so far throughout these first few exhibition games, I think having a guy like Duncan would easily grease the wheels for them and just kind of make it easier when he's out there on the floor. And, and uh, you know, again, Duncan is a guy who we've... He might shoot 70% from three level. in the Olympics. He might be. I mean, look, he, he'll get good looks. I mean, there's no question about that with some of these guys, again, creating. But this team, and we're going to talk more about the team as again in the Olympics, this team has holes. I mean, this is not a perfectly constructed team. They've kind of left Bam out on an island as a big... Uh, they don't really have true point guards. I mean, Dame is the closest thing. Drew, you know, is not really that. I, he'll help in that capacity. Um, I think what's fascinating is, and I think maybe you mentioned this, Greg, on Twitter, that just how few American centers there are um, yeah. these days, right? I mean, and Bam could have played for Nigeria too. So, I mean, but you got Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, Jokic. I mean, that's that Gobert. And Bam, those five centers. I mean, all Bam have, is North Carolina, know, though. I think like he would. He I know, I get it to the fullest, but no, he reps that. I get it, but the other four are all international. There really wasn't a lot to choose from. Um, it's not that the big is dead in the NBA. The American big is is gone. Like it doesn't. Because yeah. you know, kids coming up in America, they want to shoot threes and they want to dribble the ball and like so they try to get up out of the the big man skill set quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. But, you know, the reality is a lot of the best bigs in history um, had had foreign. I mean, Olajuwon, Ewing, uh, you know, Ewing's Jamaican, uh, you know, Tim Duncan from the U.S. Virgin Islands. If his pool was not destroyed, we may never hear who Greg Popovich is. Uh, right. Because his pool being destroyed is what turned Duncan to basketball. Um, I, you know, I, I guess l- let's go here real quick. We haven't talked about this a whole lot. Again, check out prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Go to cpt-florida.com for all your I.T. Uh, but we haven't discussed this a whole bunch, but just real quick here. Do, do you guys expect the U S to win the gold? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I really do. I think that they're going to figure it out. I think that they are going to realize that, that there's going to be that like somebody's going to rise up and, and the pecking order will be, will be figured out. And I, that was the thing that missed. Like if you're going to play a style where you have no chemistry, you at least need to have a pecking order where, you know, like this is the dude we're going to. And KD has been that for the most part, but I think they just need to establish it with different lineups and combinations. I, I'm not worried yet. I know that it, it's been ugly to watch and there's a lot to p- poke holes in, but I'm not really worried. And before I get my last word and I just want to uh, tie a bow on our first, very first conversation, look out for the heat going to Oladipo and saying, Wherever you do find a deal, when you do find it, come back to us back. and we will discuss a sign and trade target and see if there's a guy on you, on that roster, on the team that you want to go to that we can swap. <clears throat> Dallas. Yeah. Over to Alex. Uh, well, over to Alex. Final thing, just a tease here. You mentioned uh, this to us on a string today, Greg. Um, Dallas is bringing in, you know, a Slovenian assistant to please Luca. Yep. If Goran's traded, he's getting bought out and he's going to play for the Mavericks. I think it's pretty clear at this point. I don't think he's going to be traded to the Mavericks, but I think if he's traded somewhere else, he's going to end up on the Mavericks. Rogic for Tim Hardaway Jr., sign and trade? Mm, 
I don't know. We'll see how Jimmy feels about that. All right. Greg Sylvander, Tropical Blanket, Ethan J. Skolnick, Five Reasons Sports. MyBookie.ag, use the code five if you want to gamble. PrizePicks.com, use the code five, F-I-V-E, if you want to play Daily Fantasy and CPT-Florida.com. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.